We are extremely delighted to come your way again this Saturday morning with your favorite radio talk show, the Nasco Moments Radio Show. By the way, do you know where your children are at this moment? Children are often described as the wealth and pride of a nation. The future of any nation depends on the young ones who constitute the potential human resources needed for the continuity of the society. It has therefore become incumbent that to achieve sustainable development of a society, the young population must not only be preserved, but also disciplined. The popular proverb, spare the rod, spoil the child, reinforces the importance of child discipline from the home, school, and the larger society. This deliberate and conscious effort provides the opportunity for parents and teachers to teach them about expectations, guidelines, and principles, as well as equip them with the skills and values to become responsible adults. There, however, appears to be a great deal of controversy about the appropriate approach to discipline children by both parents and teachers. While some school of thought opine that every wrongdoing should be visited with corresponding verbal or physical punishment, others are of the view that discipline is all about setting limits and taking in consequences for not obeying rules. Joining us on NASCO Moments radio show this morning is Mrs. Comfort Nanjo Kumzuam, a teacher with about two decades' experience. She's also a parent with over 20 years' experience in child upbringing. Mrs. Comfort Nanjul Kumzuam will be sharing her informed perspectives on the benefits and limits of child discipline, what parents and schools must do differently. My name is Hudun Gyang. Stay on this dial. We'll be back right after this. A promise kept. the taste of Nasco cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco cream crackers is best served with tea, coffee and cheese. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers, a promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco cream crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Mrs. Comfort Nanjul Kumzam, welcome to the Nasco Moment Show today. Thank you, Hudu, and good morning. Okay. So when we say child discipline, what are we talking about? Uh, child discipline is basically a practice of teaching a child to obey rules. And why do we have to teach them to obey rules? It's to keep them safe. And we also know that we have safety rules at home, in schools, and everywhere on the road. This is to prevent us from getting into trouble. So all we do in child discipline is to try to teach a child the right way to follow, the safety rules to follow, so that he doesn't or she doesn't get into trouble. Okay, so why is it important to discipline the child? Just as we have defined, child discipline is teaching the child the right way to go. And so if you teach a child the right way to go, definitely he won't run into problems. But if you don't, the child will run into problems and he will blame you. So we teach a child discipline to keep him safe 
all through and to protect him from running into situations and circumstances that might leave as a scar on him all through life. And of course, he will point back at you. Are you saying that those who have been taught discipline don't run into any kind of trouble at all? Of course they do. When they run into trouble, because they were taught, they can sit and evaluate and take responsibility of their action. But if you don't, you see the child is not to be blamed. So we ought to teach them child discipline. So at what age now do you begin to teach your child or begin to discipline your child? Well, we don't have a pattern or a particular age bracket. Some school of thought will say at the age of eight months, you start teaching a child discipline. As soon as the child is conscious of what he is doing, he knows the rights. Not really the right, but he is just conscious. You know, take for example an innocent and helpless child that you gave birth to from zero to six, seven. When he's hungry, he cries, and then you give him what he wants, of course, food or maybe his weight, you change him. And then gradually the child becomes conscious of some things and he's taking the breast, he looks at the mom, he bites the breast and he smiles. And of course the mother reacts. She spanks him. And he knows that, wow, this is not right. That is one school of thought. Another school of thought agrees that children or a child should be disciplined or start, you start disciplining a child when he is two, between two and five years. He is more conscious of what is right and wrong at that time. But of course, to some of us, uh, we can say that uh, child discipline begins even in the womb. When a child is in the womb, sometimes he moves and you're not comfortable. You start spanking and say, no, mm -mm, please stop that. And somehow... How do you spank a child in the womb? Well, you just <laughs> they told me, you know, uh, that's an extreme case, actually. But the truth is that we want to start child discipline when the child begins to get conscious of his environment and what he or she is doing. Okay, so if, even if, so a baby that bites the mother while breastfeeding and you, you nudge the child or touch the child, that baby understands oh, sure. that you disapprove? He, he understands mm -hmm. and you see it on his face too. That's very interesting to know. Maybe we should understand, we should never underestimate babies uh, or uh, try to think that they don't understand anything at all. It's the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back right after this. For whatever flavor you may need, it's Nasco, Nasco it's so crunchy and so creamy. It's open, fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need for everybody. Take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say Nasco. away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits, Nasco shortcake biscuits, Nasco cream crackers, Nasco biscuits, cream of biscuits. Welcome back. This is the Nasco Women's Show on radio. Our guest today is Mrs. Comfort Nanjo Kumzoam, a teacher with about two decades experience. 
She's also a parent with over 20 years experience in child upbringing. We're discussing the benefits and limits of child discipline, what parents and schools must do differently. But what would you say are some of the specific benefits of child discipline? When we discipline a child, we keep him safe all through life. He is able to distinguish between wrong and right. And so he moves in that direction. When you discipline a child well, he grows up to give the parent peace. You know, any child that is well disciplined, anywhere you see him, you just know that this child is well disciplined. And the parents are happy that, of course, they have trained him in that way. And people talk about him. So these are the benefits of uh, child discipline. And of course, if you discipline a child, the society at large benefits because the child becomes very instrumental to people he needs and he makes a lot of contribution in the society. From your uh, rich resource of experience, can you share some of the safe and acceptable techniques or methods that can be employed for disciplining a child? Okay. Um, it all depends actually. There are some children that one form of discipline will work very well for them. And then there's another group that it wouldn't. For instance, when kids are small, you use the cane. And as soon as they see the cane, they know that something is wrong. We need to stay put. But when they are growing and they get to the adolescent age, if you use the cane, it might not speak well because they feel they have outgrown that stage. And that is where sometimes when you beat a child at an adolescent age, he stands and stares at you and doesn't even move. He doesn't cry. He doesn't do anything. And so it is good to use the cane actually when the kids are small. It helps a lot. But when they become, you know, a bit grown, it is good to use dialogue. You sit together, you point the faults, or you give them the rules and then they will work with it. You know, you work as a friend. You don't treat them as a master and a servant any longer. Because at that point, no, 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 they won't agree with you. But sometimes those who use the cane on young children use it excessively. Mm-hmm. So what is appropriate? Well, you see, when we use the cane in the wrong way, it gives a wrong result. Parents and teachers sometimes use the cane out of anger. And once you do that, you get the wrong result. If you're using the cane on a child, there are strokes, just tell the child, just give him one, two strokes to make him understand, and not too hard. You know, sometimes we hit the child too hard that it might even injure him. And once that is done, the child might not even get the point you're trying to make. So we are not saying no to the use of cane. But we must be in our senses as adults when we are administering such discipline. Okay, so when we are um, trying to give verbal correction to a child and that or mild discipline and the child defies your verbal correction, what should be done to such children, whether by parents or schools? Yeah, you know, sometimes the kids or the child takes your correction very mild, not because he wants to. But basically, maybe you were not consistent in the discipline you administer at first. 
whenever you discipline a child or whenever you give him rules to work with and he breaks it and then you overlook it. The child knows that you're not serious. So next time when you give him the rule, he will take it very mild. And then sometimes while children will take your discipline mild is because you are not hard. We ought to be firm in whatever discipline we're administering. Now, not being firm to the point of getting angry to injure the child because it won't give us the result we're looking for. So we ought to be firm in the discipline and then be consistent in the discipline. That, in that case, a child will not take your discipline mild for any reason. Okay. Um, let's talk about the controversy on the use of the cane some more. Or sometimes um, the words that come out of people's mouths during child discipline. Uh, which would you recommend as the best approach to child discipline? Well, I would recommend the mouth, you know, sitting together with the child and telling him what to do, guiding him in the right path, and then letting him understand why you are giving him such rules. Now, the problem we have is that sometimes we give rules without explaining why children should obey the rules. And this is a generation that when you say a thing, the child wants to know why. So we need to sit down with the child and then tell him, okay, it's good to go out, but make sure you are back 6.30 p.m. because the world is terrible. And the child is like, why should I come back 6.30? You as the parent, you're not coming back 6.30. So it is important that we sit them down and say, okay, yeah, I might not be coming back since 13 because of the nature of my work. I don't close early and so on. But you have all the time. You don't have anything to keep you out there. So please try to come. You know, they want us to befriend them and then give them the instruction the way they will also understand and then move with it. So I will want to say that this approach is much much better than using the cane and again I have said there are different age brackets that the cane can be very effective so when they are young of course you can use the cane with love and it will also produce the best results. I thought it was interesting when you said when you lay down the rules the children will want to know why Oh, so gone are the days when adults will just say, look, you're the child, I'm the adult. You don't mm. have to know why. You just have to obey me. So that doesn't work anymore? Uh, to a large extent, I want to say that it's not working any longer. When we were growing up, our parents would just say, do this, and you don't raise any question. And go ahead to do it. We are in the 21st century, and children are reading. The social media is there. They have a lot of questions in their hearts. And when you give such rules and you don't explain to them, of course, they get answers from somewhere. So the best way to handle it is actually to explain the rules to them. Once you do that, they are good to be what you tell them to do. Okay. So if they come up with a superior argument than yours, maybe the parent will compromise. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Okay then, it's the Nasco Moments radio talk show. Thank you for joining us today. We're talking about the benefits and limits of child discipline on the program today. And uh, more interesting questions and answers will come up during the next break. Stay with us. Nasco
Glasgow Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you for staying tuned. This is Nasco Moment Show on Radio. Our guest is Mrs. Comfort Nanjo Kumzuam, a teacher with about two decades' experience. She has been sharing her thoughts on the benefits and limits of child discipline, what parents and schools must do differently. Now, as we return to the conversation, what should be done if the process of discipline leads to a disconnect between the child and the parent? Yeah, sometimes when we discipline children with the heart of actually putting them on the right path, uh, it might lead to a disconnect. Two things possibly must have happened. It's either the process of administering the discipline was wrong, or the child just didn't get it from the very beginning. So what should be done in such a case is that you have to win the trust of the child again. For whatever reason you gave the discipline and he didn't understand, you need to sit on the right table and explain to him and tell him this was what I meant. And actually, you didn't do it this way. I observed that you are also not happy. And honestly, I'm not so happy. So please, this is what I actually meant. Another way out is for us to befriend the kids. You know, when you are friends, you discuss your secrets, your ups and your downs. But when you stand at an age of a master and then the child a child, there is this gap and it can easily lead to a disconnect. I was taught a lesson by my kids when we had an issue with them and they brought a book and just opened the book and asked myself and my husband to say, well, what are you guys seeing? We're sitting opposite them. I said, of course, we are seeing the title of the book and pictures outside. And he asked his younger brother, he said, what are you seeing? They were sitting together. He said, well, I'm seeing black and white writings. And they said, mom, that's exactly what is happening. So when you want to correct us, if you don't do it the right way, we don't get you. So all we need to do is, you humble yourself, come this way with us, let's look at the same page. And if you want us to look at the page you are looking at, you have to draw us to yourself. And then when we get there, we'll all be on the same page. But as long as we keep this gap, you are a parent and they are children, and you keep forcing them or giving them rules to obey, they won't. Another thing that we can do is actually to serve as role models to these children. You know, when a child has a disconnect with what you're trying to put across to him, possibly he has not seen that thing being done by you, and he wants to learn from you. We have defined child discipline as teaching, a process of teaching a child to obey rules. And in teaching, the teacher first is a model. The child wants to see you doing what you are asking him to do and then he follows suit. 
So when you give an instruction and the child doesn't follow and he doesn't see you, the adult, doing what you ask him to do, of course, disconnect will come. That's interesting. Um, what specifically differentiates discipline from child molestation? Okay. We have said that child discipline is a process of teaching a child how to behave in the right way, how to obey rules you know, for safety. Uh, child molestation, on the other hand, is taking advantage of an innocent and helpless child. So in the context, we can say that an adult taking advantage of a child and it can be in different forms. We have it in the case of um, sexual harassment. We also have it as uh, child trafficking. Uh, sometimes it comes in the process of uh, divorce neglect. You know, you just neglect the child and then the child suffers. You don't even care. So the difference is that while one is a preventive method of trying to prepare the child to face life positively in a safe way. The other one is taking advantage of the child because of his position as a helpless and innocent child. Okay. Now, um, as we wrap up this interesting discourse, what practical measures would you recommend for parents and schools to adopt in character molding and child upbringing for a better society? Yeah, I would want to advise that we create a child-friendly environment, both at home and in school. If the environment is friendly, the child will open up to you. The child will tell you what he is passing through. We have had experiences where children were passing through a lot of things and nobody was there as a friend to get to know what they were passing through. But when we realize it and we came down to their level and befriend them and made the environment very friendly, they were able to open up and tell us actually what they were passing through and we were able to assist them. So child-friendly environment, both at home and in school, truly help. Okay, um, let me add this. A lot of people who are not educated know only one way of raising children, the way they've been doing it possibly in the village for a long time. They don't know what it means to befriend your child so that he can tell you all his secrets and all that, or making the child understand uh, the, why you're giving him rules. So how do we bring them along so that they understand how to parent differently? Thank you very much. Uh, one of the ways is to sit with them, eat together with them. You know, we might be very busy these days. Uh, the father is off of work and so on, and people eat differently. Fine. But maybe in the evening, when you are back, you can sit with the kids together. As they watch TV, television, you sit with them and you watch together. And you can just be chipping in one or two things. What have we learned from this? I mean, look at the way this man behaved. Is it right? Or look at the way this boy behaved. Is it right? And then the children are oh, you're taking interest in what? I'm also taking interest. And then they can open up to you. And once in a while, you can just take them out you know, for a visit or just take them out for 
lunch, or anything. Just take them out. Just stroll around with them. Holding their hands, asking them how was school today. I mean, uh, did they eat in the afternoon when they came back from school? Uh, is there any problem? Do you have anything to share with me? If we do that, we truly are going to be friend our kids and they'll be able to open up to mm. us. And when a child is sad, if you see a child moody, as a good parent and teacher, you can get close to you and say, I've just realized you're not looking too good. Is there anything the matter? And the child opens up to you. He knows that this is somebody who is interested in what I'm passing through. So you always open up to you. So they want you to show that you care oh, sure. before they open up. It's been very interesting. I've been speaking this morning on NASCO Moments Radio Show with Mrs. Comfort Nanjo Kumzoam, a teacher with about two decades experience. It has been a pleasure hosting you today. Thank you. Our listener has no doubt found these thoughts on the benefits and limits of child discipline, what parents and schools must do differently, quite revealing. Listener, we have to end the program here. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or follow on Twitter. The handle is at NASCO group. We encourage and welcome you to freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on the NASCO Moments Trivia, the question is, Namibia is located along which gulf? Namibia is located along which gulf? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. In last week's trivia, we asked you, what is the oldest and longest development finance institution currently operating in Nigeria? And who is the institution's current managing director? The answer is Bank of Industry. And the current managing director is Olukayode Pitan. Our winners are Aou Larry John from KVOM and Kingsley Sunday from Bukuru Express. Congratulations. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Pam, Malau Silvanus and Harun Audu, Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus and Alex Ruben. I'm Hudun Gyan. Join us again next Saturday for another inviting package. <laughs>